When passion takes over, courage begins to spill over. That's the only way I can think of what we will be unraveling today on the Youth Soulful Genius podcast. We will be talking about how passion can manifest and give us power, courage and vision. You don't want to miss this. So stay tuned. You're listening to You Soulful Genius Podcast, a show about highlighting the genius within every one of us through acts of creating a world of balance, truth and conscience. This is Mutia Tadaboale, your host. Hello, welcome to the You Soulful Genius Podcast. I'm Mutia Tadaboale. Today on the show, I've got a phenomenal woman. I've got Anna Tsu here. Anna was my inspiration so many years ago in terms of accounting taxation. She used to be an accountant for medical doctors and, you know, health professionals. And she she is, I'm not going to say she was, she's so intelligent, so knowledgeable, goodness. She wowed me every time she spoke about that. But, you know, life changes and she's such a strong woman and a changed direction at some point. Anna is now a Taekwondo master. I don't know if that's right, but she's going to tell you. But, you know, so she continues to inspire me in all of her strides, which is why I'm so honored to have her on the show today. So I'm sure you're going to learn so much from Anna. We're going to have so much nuggets to take away. Just back in with me and let's do this. Thank you so much, Anna. Welcome to the show. How are Thank you, doing? you so much. Yeah, I'm good. And yeah, really happy to be here. Lovely. So tell us, how did all this transitioning, how did it happen? <laughs> yeah, of course. So maybe some, some people know and some people don't know. Um, I used to be an accountant. Um, I had my own accounting firm for five years. So um, I used to do the tax advice for medical professionals. So I did that for five years. But it's in 2019, someday, I realized, although I've been telling people I love doing it, but I just feel something is, is off. Because one morning I woke up, I was like, oh, think about the emails I'm going to read and work I'm going to do. I'm just feeling so miserable. And I didn't want to get out of bed. And at that stage, I just start to discover what's there. And I realized all these years I was in this profession, mainly because I just want to please my parents. That wasn't my choice. But I know for many, many years, I always loved doing Taekwondo. I've been doing that for 14 years. I have a black belt. And also I always want to use that as a tool to help people uh, with their health. So I sold my accounting business in 2019 and I decided I'm going to start a new business. I'm going to use my hobby, Taekwondo, and make a, make a business out of it. So now what I'm doing is that to provide Taekwondo as a service for the corporate companies for people's mental health. Oh, that is wonderful. So now you do provide um, Taekwondo as mental health, you know, relief or that sort of thing for people. So how does it go? The people you come about, what are they going through? I know mental health is a real thing. So how do you work with people using Taekwondo to help them relieve mental health problems? 
Yeah, so especially uh, my business, the, the time I sold the business and also launching the new business is very interesting time because that was the time everything of coronavirus came and then everything go, goes to lockdown. So and mental health becomes a huge topic because people start working from home, people experience isolation or feeling lonely or being so stressed in so many things like workload or even with the things they deal with in life. So I just thought that's a great opportunity because uh, martial arts definitely have this, this uh, beauty of helping people release stress. When you just imagine when you throw a couple of punches, how good do you feel? That is beautiful. That is beautiful. So I hope you haven't got people punching one another in the companies that you've been. <laughs> of course, be, um, be safe. Um, one thing about martial arts is that we're not misusing martial arts. We use it properly for increasing our strength, to building like to build resilience, and to make sure we protect ourselves. But we, we should never misuse it. That is, that is a great one. So let's talk a bit about, you know, that transitioning. For you, because I know a lot of people may be in that situation where they want to change from one thing to the other. They're not happy where they are. They have, you know, the problem, you know, just like you said, you wake up one day, you just don't feel like it. It just doesn't feel normal. It's not what, it doesn't drive you anymore. And then you made that move. What did you... What did you believe in? What actually drove you to make that move? How did you manage transitioning from a successful business? Because I knew how successful you were. You spoke a lot about your accountants. We celebrated you, you know. So I knew how successful that business was. How did you move? What did you implement to make it so maybe seamless? Or what were the challenges that you faced transitioning from being an accountant to becoming a taekwondo? Business. Yeah, that transition wasn't wasn't straightforward, and it takes a lot of inner strength and inner belief. Um, but also, one thing really drives me is that at that moment, because I went through a lot of like self development, or also looking at what's that, what what's my purpose. So I realized I haven't chosen to live a life that is really authentic to myself. And at that, that, that moment, I decided, no, now it's time. And also, I know even 10 years ago, I had this idea. I want to make a business that's helping people with their health. I didn't know, quite know what's that. Of course, I was still in accounting, accounting profession. But now I have the experience of building one business. And I'm a lot wiser. I'm more knowledgeable. And I know now it's time I can do it. Lovely. That's so beautiful. Okay. So let's talk mental health. So how do people, how, what tips do you have for people to build that resilience? You know, because a lot of people are going through challenges. It's a very challenging time now. How do people build resilience? How can they build resilience with Taekwondo and other things? What are the other things we can implement to help us build resilience in this challenging period? Yeah, so resilience in this challenging period, it's, it's also a very, very hot topic and it's connected to mental health. 
one thing I know about resilience is not about being strong. It's not about being holding up to something, but it's more of having the discipline to look after oneself. So it's very important. Like it's very easy when, especially most of us, like professionals, business owners, we're very tend we tend to like work a lot, like high achievers. We can hold ourselves accountable to take actions in business, in work, and get things done. But most of people, they they are not good at holding themselves to account to look after themselves. So it's really the discipline of now this is the time I'm going to take some break and I can move my body, I can do some meditations or just walk around to get away from my work for a period of time. And then I come back. I know especially people now working from home, this, it's even harder to set that boundary between work life and personal life. Goodness, so <laughs> double trouble then. <laughs> so, yes. so when we have that problem, we can detach from what we cannot detach from what we're doing. We cannot set boundaries. The problem continues to mount. So yes. what tips do you think people can do? How do we find, do we find accountability bodies? Do we have a timer that says to us, you know, go on, what, what can we do to, to achieve that balance? Work, life, balance, family, yourself, care. What can we do? Yeah, so there are a number of ways. Of course, accountability body, um, having a group of people, people doing the things together, that can definitely help. Um, that is also one of the reasons why I provide this to employers. So if the employers can provide something like this, that even employees take one hour out from their desk and that can make a huge difference. Um, but of course, people can have their a lot of number of ways, but definitely having like doing it with a group or somebody who is there to champion this, that's, that's, that can really make a difference. Okay, so talk us through, you know, what you do. How, how do you channel this? How do employers and employees, you know, get to do the work? Do you go in offices? You know, how do you channel your whole program around helping people, you know, become more resilient and help them with their mental health? How do you do it? Yeah, so right now I'm running my program online. So it's essentially, it's based on Taekwondo. And we went on to the session to start with because martial arts isn't just about physical things. It's also the way of being. In Taekwondo, we always talk about courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control and indomitable spirits. And we have that at the beginning. So people knowing the spirit of it, and then we start a lesson. So when you, when you start, it's not about just doing a move. It's not a gym class. Okay. It's more about how you, can, how you can really connect your body and then how you can like really enjoy that movement and be present. Okay, so yeah, you know, you said something, it's not about, you know, being in a gym. So what's that connection is a, connecting you know internally externally your emotions what do you tell people to to put together so that they're able to get in alignment with the exercise and get that balance they want and you know settle their mental health problems 
Yeah, so especially when I'm deliver these things online, so I try, I get it, make sure I'm as engaging as possible. Also, I try to like talk to different people, like, you know, you're doing great and this so-and-so doing great. Even some people are off camera. I just, as if I'm talking to them individually. Also, I encourage people that they listen to their body. And I know people from like in corporate environments, we never know like what fitness level people are. They might be complete beginners. They might be some somebody who is more experienced. So it's always not comparing oneself to another, but really listen to your body and do your best. So they can really channel what's, what's their inner martial artist look like. And they, they have their own version. So there's no need to compare themselves with others. And it's a completely safe environment. And also they feel they are being taken care of. Oh, that is so awesome. So, so like how many sessions do you do? So, you, you know, I mean, online, we do great things online now. You can imagine having to do it like a class online. So do they have to, for them to be able to achieve great results with what you're helping them with, do they have to do like a number of sessions over a period of time? Or is it a one-off thing or come today that, you know, how does it run? It really depends on the businesses. So there's one particular client who's in the banking industry and we've been working together for nearly six months. And it's like once a week, we do one session. And it has been like employees have been saying, yeah, every time I'm most, most, most looking forward to this, it's great to have this every, every Monday. And it has been like a lot of, cause I did a feedback form with the people who participate regularly. They have found that, yeah, actually it has helped them improve the fitness. Also they find a great tool to release stress. Also understand a bit more about Asian culture. Because another element about like diversity, inclusion, that's also another topic in the businesses that can also um, have a connection with mental well-being. That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's really good, you know, that's really good. So when you get people to do all those things, you know, the exercises, so do you also go into things like you know, as well as doing Taekwondo, you know, once a week or thereabout, do you do also do things into telling them that they need to manage what they eat or, you know, other things like that? Or is it just, it's okay for them to do Taekwondo and they'll be fine? Well, right now I'm not doing, particularly doing nutritional consulting, but also, um, if some, some issue comes out, I wouldn't say you can just eat, <laughs> eat whatever you want <laughs> because that's another element. I would mention, I would have a touch on it about eating healthy, about eating the right food, also eating mindfully. That's also the important thing. But um, also I can say, if you really need some support, there, there are nutritionists out there. You can seek for professional help and you can do certain things but it's not as part of the package that okay. I'm doing right now. Okay, lovely. Um, you said something about, you know, when you tell the clients, um, this is not a gym class, that sort of thing. So what's the difference, you know, having registering in a gym cl class to say, okay, I'm going to be going to the gym once a week or twice a week and doing Taekwondo. What's the difference? Please? 
Yeah, so um, of course, one thing is people going to gym, they just going by themselves, or especially right now with social distancing, they might go with a family member or from their support bubble, but just like a more isolated way of doing exercise. There are many benefits of doing that. Of course, people can still do that, go to the gym and build the strength um, and do whatever they want in the gym. But with Taekwondo, it's also opportunity to bring everybody together in one session. And it's always great to have somebody guide, like really guide you and you feel really being looked after in your sessions. And also in Taekwondo, there are certain movements that's really aiding the mobility, especially I'm from the professional background. And I know how it feels when you sit in long, long day in front of desk, like the shoulder tension, the back pain or the soreness or it's like a tension in your body. So I can actually connect the Taekwondo moves, certain Taekwondo moves and to the mobility for the office workers. Okay, lovely. Yes, another thing I was gonna ask, you know, with regards to, you can, you know what to do in terms of mobility, that sort of thing. So for example, you know, when you register to go to a gym, you're registering for particular things, you're toning, muscle building, whatever. So with yeah. Taekwondo, do you have set practices for different things to help you with different things, relaxation, muscle build, whatever, you know, do you have different things or do you just do all of the exercises and it helps you with your emotions, stress relief, your body toning, whatever. So how does it work? Well, in terms of uh, the session itself, there are different elements in Taekwondo. I try to give a variety each time. But of course, at the end of the day, people want to like have a great session, like learn something new. And also doing this, doing Taekwondo is also requires coordination as well. It's also a great exercise to the brain. So I, I try to mix things up. Like in Taekwondo, there are elements of fighting skills like sparring skill with your agility, also with the combination, also self-defense. So I, yeah, I do try to mix things up and give a different taste to in the different sessions. That is, that is great. So, you know, I could come to you and say, I want stress relief, you're gonna be able to give me exercises that I do. So how long, how long does it take people to learn to become like, to be able to practice on their own during Taekwondo? Or is it not something you can do on your own? It really depends on the individuals. Of course, well, after, even after one session, if you are really master one, um, one technique, you can start practicing on your own. I always encourage people when they have time, they practice on their own. Because in Taekwondo, there are certain moves, like even the punch is a basic thing. People like white belt, they do it. Black belt, they do it. It's just repetitive, but the more you do, the more you understand what's, what that really is and really understand the technique. Because even the simple like punch, it looks like very easy. Everybody can do it. But with the, you will know where the force is coming from. It's actually like from your shoulder, you need to like really super learn to relax your shoulder. So, that's why I always encourage people to practice and build a muscle memory. So even, 
that's why also in martial arts, like you might you might think the black belt and white belt they're doing the same thing, but black belt they actually master the moves. I'm lost. What's black belt and white belt? Please. So what? Yeah. what okay, so is it like when you start? Where do you start from? Start as a what? You start as a white belt. White belt, they are beginners, and black belt, they are masters. So oh. the reason behind is that when you start martial arts, you you've been given belt, and it's white, it's clean. But over time you practice, it gets dirtier and dirtier and it becomes black. Oh, okay. And what does this dirty mean? Does it mean that you get more into the techniques or you begin to use dirty techniques? What does it mean? Yeah, just the practice over time. Being oh. consistent, being, being committed. And it's, it's like over time, you become master of it. That's good. I mean, I got something really great from that when you said something about, um, you know, just to start with a punch to understand how that works, where the muscle is coming from, the strength, people have to practice. So I think there is an element of you being mindful, you being coming from within you. And I yes. think when you are able to master that, then you can apply those sort of, you know, principles in other parts of your life. So how does um, Taekwondo help people to incorporate good practices, you know, um, habits that are good, that are great success habits into their lives? How does Taekwondo help people to do that? Yeah, there's a variety of elements to it. But from my personal experience, because I have been like been through this, uh, you know, learning Taekwondo and also have a professional life. So one certain element is that the inner self-confidence and also the ability to really persevere during the challenging times. Because practicing Taekwondo, it does require a high level of commitment and focus. And also one magical, magical thing I experienced was that, because before, before I started Taekwondo, I just um, didn't feel secure about myself. And that, that's probably down to like getting bullied, being bullied in school. But I just that's didn't like feel me. very secure about myself. Like I need to pretend to be strong in front of a lot of people. But that's obviously very energetically draining. But when I actually started Taekwondo, I just realized actually I don't need to pretend anymore. I just feel like I'm so secure. I'm so confident within myself. I can just be soft on the surface. I don't need to put on any masks. I just, I can just be myself. But I know I'm, I'm secure from inside. That's great. That's wonderful. Okay, so what do you wish that everybody knew about being, you know, true to themselves? Because you, you went from being a successful accountant, which you still are, you're just not practicing, to being a Taekwondo um master teacher trainer consultant so what and that was because you didn't feel it aligned with you anymore which is okay um so how do you what what, what can you tell people when they're not feeling true to themselves with what they're doing what can they do to achieve this authenticity you know that's alignment with who they are or who they want to be yeah so uh first thing is that the courage to admit that 
because I it took it took me like a lot of courage to really get present to actually that's not that's not what I really want and I don't have to pretend anymore and the second thing is that you don't keep it secret at that time I actually start sharing with people of course share it responsibly and there are there are people you can't just go on and tell them <laughs> but share it in a safe way like start with the most safe people to share with and then as you become confident also when things evolve you can start sharing with more people because the way I sold my business I actually didn't go to any agency I didn't advertise I just start sharing with people and somebody all of a sudden somebody from another firm say yeah did you say you want to sell and I said yes and they say I we, we're actually looking to buy good that was a pretty good one lovely Okay, so what wisdom will you be sharing with us today that's going to help our audience, you know, shine some light in their path as they navigate life? It's always one of my favorites. It's follow your heart. Always trust in yourself. Trust yourself. What can yeah. we do to, to trust ourselves more? Like, don't yeah. second guess yourself, that sort of thing. Yeah, don't, don't think, don't, don't have to think too much. So if you think that's the right thing to do, then go for it. Just go for it. Yeah, just go for it. Even, the, even if it's, it turns out to be a failure, maybe that's a very step you need to experience to achieve yeah. the next level. So mm. don't, don't second guessing any, any like inner directions that's given to you. Lovely, lovely. So how can we connect with you? How can people connect with you if they wanted to connect with you online? How can we connect with you? Yeah, so the best way I'm active on LinkedIn, as well as I have my Instagram. So yes, for LinkedIn is more professional profile. Uh, you will see I talk about mental health at workplace, or some showcasing some of my work on LinkedIn. But on my Instagram, I actually put my training videos on there. Okay. So it's more personal, but you can connect with me in both ways. Okay, lovely. Yes, I'm going to put all of that notes in the show notes. I mean, that's really awesome. And you've been doing wonderful things, as I said, and you continue to inspire lots of people. Well done. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, Anna, I'm really honored to have you here. I hope you'll be back at some point. So Thank you very much. And You're thank you, everybody, for listening. You're most welcome. Thank you so much. Yes. So that's where we're going to put it today on the Utah for Genius podcast. Thank you so much, Anna, for coming. Thanks for joining us on the Utah for Genius podcast today. Love that conversation this week? Make sure to visit our website, creativebusinessweek.com, where you can subscribe to the show.